This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Dustin Goodwin. He's in the HR industry, specifically in the software as a service space, looking to increase his revenue. So congratulations, Dustin, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday on the show to build your idea. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tried, we're going to hear from Margaret Brown. She does 120 grand from one digital magazine. She hustles and she's hugely successful with her new magazine called Podster. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. I've got an exciting episode for you today from a guy with a ton of energy and a very cool accent. His name is Angelo Ramora. He's a successful property investor, motivational speaker, and soon-to-be author that quit school at the age of 14, played professional soccer at 18, and built a property portfolio valued at over $1 million in only six months. He's also known for buying Australia's cheapest house, along with running a multi-million dollar real estate investment company called Ohio Cashflow. Over the years, he's continued growing his empire, assisting other property investors, and have been involved in hundreds of real estate transactions worldwide. A business principle that he loves will all, and will always practice is having the right people around him so he can supply a specialized knowledge when needed. Angelo, are you ready to take us to the top? Nathan, what's going on, mate? Thanks. That's a great intro. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Good. Hey, you can you can use that recording for thirty bucks. I want to I want a ten percent royalty every time you use it. Mate, wait for me to get my first ever TV gig, and then we can talk <laughs> about royalties. Alrighty. <laughs> okay. So, are you negotiating right now for your first TV gig? Mate, I'm, I'm under contract right now, but as you know, with production companies, they always fish for talent before they even have any money to start any any shows. So, it's a little bit frustrating right now, to be honest with you, mate. But Right, I'm pushing hard for it. I'm plugging away, and I know that one day I will get my gig. I love that. So I can already feel the top tribe going. Oh my gosh, Nathan had this guy on. He's just one of these guys with a ton of energy. Is he actually successful? So they're probably thinking right now, Nathan, come on, hit him hard. What's he got? So give me the goods. How'd you build a one million dollar property portfolio when you were so young? Well, mate, look, great question. Um, look, to be honest with you, I, I actually got caught in a lot of trouble when I was doing it. So what I was doing in Australia, it was um pretty similar to what the folks doing here on the east coast and the west coast right they were buying high hoping to sell even higher so i was buying rundown distressed properties that were severely undervalued i was renovating them to a great standard and then i was refinancing pulling out the equity right and using that equity to buy another property so literally mate you know within within six months i built this huge portfolio that was worth well over a million dollars i caught the attention of a ton of media outlets in australia but what nobody knew nathan and don't tell anyone about it, alrighty? <laughs> all right, yeah, well, the, hey, you're, you're, the, you know, you being on this podcast is the equivalent to standing in, you know, FedEx in Washington, D.C. with 60,000 raving fans at Redskins Park. So, yeah, no one's listening. Awesome, mate. I'm glad. So, <laughs> what nobody actually knew at the time, mate, is I was losing money on the mortgage repayments every single month, okay? Um, and I was hoping that my portfolio would go up in value 
more than I was actually losing on my monthly repayments, okay? And that's how a ton of investors here in the US got caught out. And that's why we had the global financial crisis in 2008. Now, what I did differently, mate, is I was very quick to wake up and smell the roses. I realized my mistakes and I completely shifted from investing in real estate, basing my decisions on predictions, right? That properties are going to go up in value, versus actually looking at the numbers in the deal and basing my decisions on cash flow. Nathan, they say that cash is king. Well, if cash is king, then cash flow must be queen, baby. So look, <laughs> thankfully, mate, as I said, I woke up and smelt the roses and here we are today, mate. We're moving and shaking and absolutely killing it. So what, it. what are the critical numbers? Let's you, you learn from the million dollar fiasco. Okay, that's what we'll call it because it sounds really good and it'll be a nice tagline and it'll get a lot of views. What are you looking at now when you go into a real estate deal if you're trying to optimize for cash flow? Mate, look, what I always advise all of my investors and what I, I, what I do with my personal portfolio is you have to have an end goal in mind, okay? We invest in real estate to supplement the income that we receive from a job that we don't want to be doing, okay? A lot of people are working a shitty nine to five. They hate their boss and they want to tell their boss to go and shove it, right? So how do we do that? We have to establish an end goal. How much cash flow do you need every single month to live life on your terms and to tell your boss to go and shove it, mm -hmm. right? So once you establish that end goal figure, Okay, ten thousand, twenty thousand, a hundred thousand per month. Let's Whatever do it. it Let, let's be. do it. Let's let's actually do this like a live little coach. I want to do ten thousand per month. The listeners want to do ten thousand per month. What's next? All right, mate. Freaking killing me here, dude. Okay, so let's <laughs> say you want ten thousand per month in passive income, right? Every single property that you look at buying for your portfolio has to get you a step closer to achieving your end goal. So 10,000 per month equals $120,000 per year in passive income. That's a pretty good little salary there, right? Yep. So every single property that you buy, once you do all of your calculations on that particular deal, so you know what your purchase price is, you know what your monthly rent is going to be, you have to calculate your expenses, like your property taxes, your management, your insurance costs. You have to do an estimate for maintenance and vacancy, right? If you're doing a loan, you have to do a deductions for a mortgage too. Now, once you do all of those expenses, this property, mate, it has to be producing a positive cash flow sum. If it's not producing a positive cash flow sum, well, it's not getting you a step closer towards achieving your end goal. And your end goal in this scenario is $120,000 in passive income, right? And that's the mistake that I made, mate. I wasn't investing based on cash flow. I was investing based on hope that these properties are going to go up in value, bringing me capital appreciation. Angelo, how I, old were you when you did this? The million dollar thing. I was, I was 23 at the time. And where'd you get the money to do that? From professional soccer? No, no. Um, I worked super duper hard. Look, I stopped playing professional soccer when I was 19 years old. Um, and then not, not finishing school, right? I had nothing. I didn't have any job opportunities. So the only job that I could get, mate, was I was working as a construction laborer um, on commercial buildings in Sydney. I worked for four years. I was very frugal. You know, saved. What was your salary? I was making, mate, I was actually making good money at the time. I was making $80,000 a year as a laborer. Okay. And you were saving that and you were able to then use that to then buy into the real estate. That's correct. Is it, it true that when you get the million dollars, sorry, it took you three years? It took me two years to save $50,000 and that's how I got started with my first deal. So you were able to leverage $50,000 in, in hard equity to basically get property values where they were assessed values at over a million bucks. Is that right? I, that is correct. That is I unbelievable. I had $1.2 million in debt at the time. My That's portfolio was worth 1.5, something like that. And I did that in six months time. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just, and this is all based on the fact that you can buy a property, you can put some time in into it, and when you go and apply for that next loan and they come in and they do another, they assess the property, that they're going to assess it at a higher value so that there is room for you to pull out additional equity, right? And, and put it in your next deal. Is that that's accurate? That's correct. Look, I, I was very creative with how I was refinancing, right? Because I was renting these properties out. So they were also taking into consideration the rent that I was getting from these properties. But as it was in- still negative cash flow. It was negative cash flow, man. It was shit. Yeah. Right? What was your negative? What was your negative cash flow after you were fully leveraged a million bucks? What was your negative cash flow each month? Look, I, I can't give you the exact figures, but I know I was dipping my hand in my pocket every single month to cover costs. Like it was neutral. Five at times, grand or ten grand or more. No, it was less. It was around three or four grand a month. Okay, I mean, okay. depends. Every month was different. Look, sometimes if I had a vacancy or, or if I had a large maintenance expense come sure, up, sure, sure. you know, I had to dip my hand in my pocket, but you know, do the numbers. Like if I'm losing two or three, four, five grand a month, that's 60 grand a year. I mean, it's just not feasible moving forward, holding this portfolio, hoping, right, mate, we don't base our decisions on hope. Yep. Hoping is not a strategy. Hoping is for people that, you know, have terminal illnesses. Yeah. Right. So you're 23. You said you were 23 when you do this, right? How old are you now? I'm 28. Okay. So tell us what right now, just off, just off real estate, what's your monthly cash flow? All, all your deals combined. Mate, I actually do not own many properties right now because I'm committed to the business. I've got a higher cash flow. Okay. We're a multi-million dollar turnkey real estate investment company. Literally right now, mate, I've got all of my funds tied up in 20 plus real estate transactions. Okay. okay, so I've only got a handful of properties in my own portfolio because I'm busy servicing other people's needs. I've got two offices, 10 full-time staff. I can't commit to building my own portfolio right well, now. Well, Angelo, you know what people are going to think when they hear you say that. They're going to go, come on, Nathan, this guy this guy is not even eating his own dog food, yet he's putting up a membership course charging people. I mean, you are, give us a sense. I mean, you have some property investments, otherwise you wouldn't be teaching it. I do, mate. And check this out. My goal for this year is to buy 20 plus properties for my own portfolio for that exact same reason. Right. For that exact same reason where a lot of the investors that we sell properties to, they're like, Angela, how many properties do you have in your portfolio? And I'm like, well, not many because I'm bloody helping you guys out and selling them to you. And I finally said this year, I'm going to be a little bit more selfish. I'm not going to sell every single property that we buy, fix and tenant. I'm going to keep some for my own portfolio and I'm going to use that as leverage to show the investors, guys, look, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm buying the same product that I'm selling to you guys. So what, how many are, are, how many properties do you have right now? Three, two, one. I've, I've got, I've got three properties in my portfolio. And are they commercial or residential? They are, they are residential, single family homes. And, and, and so how many total beds or bedrooms are you managing and, and what's the cash flow on it? Okay. Look, I've got two, two bedroom, one bathroom homes. They're getting $800 per month in rent. Okay. And I've got one, three bedroom, one bathroom home. That's getting $900 per month in rent. It's okay, so $1,700. Management. Yeah, seventeen hundred per month. It's around look around a fifteen to twenty thousand dollar net um, return uh, every every year. Great. So it's great. nothing spectacular, mate. It's nothing sexy. But let, let me tell you these numbers because I know you love your numbers, Nathan. Give me you the numbers, baby. Give them to me. All right. Listen to the numbers, baby. Okay. I'm looking at my board here. We have closed seven deals this year. Okay. Um, approximate profit after, after all expenses are taken into consideration is going to be around 20 to $30,000 profit per deal. Okay. Take that and rewind it back, please. So two, okay? 210, 210 grand, $210,000 mate for this month. Okay, Jan- Jan- January, 2016, January, yep. 2016, baby. And I've got four more deals closing minimum this month. Okay. And I've literally got another three closings lined up for February. My goal and our company's goal and my business partner's goal for this year is to do 250 plus deals. 
Okay. And, and how are you, let me ask you a question. I mean, people are going, well, Nathan, yeah, these are great. If I could buy a company, I buy a, a two bedroom, one thing that's, you know, spitting off 800 bucks a month in cash, I'd do it immediately. But they're going, Nathan, ask him, how does he find the deal? Mate, um, can you check your pockets and tell me if there's one in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any for any, you. If you any means necessary, mate, if you any means necessary, forget about the MLS. We do a ton of yellow letter campaigns. We've got some amazing relationships with asset managers. Everything that every other investor sees on auction.com, hubzoo.com, hudhomestore.com. Baby, I'm picking them up behind the scenes. Before my, anyone see them, before anyone can touch them, I'm buying them. Angelo, you will be proud of me. I see my first real estate deal I ever did. I shaved my beard off as I was 20. I was 20. What was I 23? <laughs> and I went around knocking in downtown Blacksburg and basically said, I'm a, I'm, I'm now a junior in college. And I was lying. I mean, I was young, but I, I, I had dropped out at this point. But I said, I'm looking for a place to rent and stay. Do you have anything open to lease? And the person staying there would say, no, we're full. And I'm like, well, can you connect me to the owner so that when you're done with your lease, I can maybe sign here. I'd get to the owner. And then I'd take the owner to coffee and I'd say, listen, I want to buy that. I want to buy the place. What's your price? And I'd get, I, I, I had to do that maybe 10 doors to get one fantastic cash flow property deal. You just got to hustle. Love it, mate. Look, I always tell people, look, I've, I've got a great saying, the more mud you throw on the wall, eventually some will stick. Submit the offers every single day. Low ball, every single offer you submit a hundred times a day if need be. And guess what? 99% of the time, they're going to come back and call you mad. But that one time, you're going to find a desperate seller that needs out <laughs> and you will land an absolute bargain, mate. There and you that go. that is how I bought Australia's cheapest house, by implementing that strategy of hustling and submitting those offers every single day. Angelo, I had no idea you were from Australia. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm actually kidding. not. I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> I know. Well, what is Ohio cash flow? Are you guys in Ohio? Mate, we're in Ohio. We've got two offices, Toledo and Middletown. Like Virginia, like like United States, Ohio. Yeah, man. Where else? Well, I don't know. Australia, Ohio. I don't know if there's an Australia, Ohio. <laughs> I don't know that either. I have to Google it, eh? <laughs> Wait, so what, why, why did you... Okay, okay. That's cool. Okay, that makes sense. Tell me real quick. So you have two lines of business. One's the real estate stuff. You're also selling the content. How much money do you guys make on, let's call it in December of 2015, on the content you're selling to other people? All, all we do, we don't sell content. We okay. just buy rundown distressed properties. Okay, we fix them up to a great standard. We get them tenanted. Okay, and then we sell them to investors. East Coast, West Coast, UK, Canada, Australia. A lot of the investors that buy our properties, they want a hands-off experience with owning rental properties. Okay, so they come to us where we completely take out any hassle associated with owning investment properties. We manage it, we manage it on their behalf. We, we do any maintenance repairs on their behalf. If we need to evict tenants, we can evict tenants. I mean, we hold their hand throughout the lifetime of the investment. Why would so you sell it though if we, it's a cash flow producing property? Because we want to generate the revenue, put it back into the business, continue growing our company, servicing more investors. And I mean, mate, you're an entrepreneur, right? At starters, when I first started investing in real estate, it was all about me. And then as I started growing as a business owner and entrepreneur, it stopped being about me. It started being about leaving a legacy. It started being about, you know, servicing other people, getting more, getting more people on board, creating a company that can, that can employ 10, 20, 30, 40 full-time staff and for them to support their families. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, mate. It's, it's not about me anymore. I mean, my purpose and why in life is bigger than myself and it's bigger than money, mate. I'm telling you that. It, I know it sounds corny, but I don't give a shit how corny it sounds. It genuinely is, mate. That's what's in my heart. And, and what I do is not about me. It's about well, everyone else. Listen, if you sound corny, I'm greedy because right now I'm all about me. I, I have the general <laughs> consensus. If, if I build a lot of wealth and, I, and I'm, I think I'm better than most people in managing money, I can decide where to put it and I can help people do what they love. And that's how I think about it. But I'm selfish as hell. And, and that's how I think about it. 
Mate, look, I've got nothing against that. Look, all I'm saying is I agree with the figures. Yes, we have to make a profit, um, but I still don't do what I do for personal benefit. It will come. I know it will come. You have to give others what they want, Nathan, before you can get what you want, mate. And that's what I'm doing right now. And, and look, it's, it's, it's delayed gratification, planting the seed now, reaping the harvest later. I can feel it coming, mate. I can feel it coming. <laughs> On that note, Top Tribe, if you want notes to Angelo's site, his background, some of the stories he shared and the links he shared already, you can check them out in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 194. Again, forward slash the top 194. Angelo, before we get into my favorite part of the show, where can people connect with you personally online? Mate, Google is the best business card, right? And if someone doesn't know what Google is, well, boy, do they have a problem. But um, Google me, Angelo Rumora, or Google Ohio Cashflow. We're there. Easy to find us, mate. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703 431 2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe. Many of you have asked me, how do I get my site going so fast and so cheaply? Well, I use HostGator. Specifically, they've got 4,500 templates. They've got a free e-commerce plugin. And quite frankly, I blow the heck out of their support, 24-7 support, which I love. It's ideal for WordPress, okay? They've got a free website builder, all right? Now, I've worked out a great deal for you guys that you can grab right now and jump in at hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. All right, there you have it, Angelo. It is time for my favorite part of the show. You know what's next? I don't. Come on, Actually, dude, it's, it's time for the famous five. Are you I ready? Do, I do, I'm mucking around, mate. Go, fire. <laughs> Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book would have to be How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Mate, I'm in love with Nido Kubain. Who's that? Um, he's this older Lebanese dude that migrated to the US like 50 years ago. He didn't know how to speak English. And right now he's just like a motivational speaker. He's one of the best motivational speakers in the country. Um, he's, he sits on a board of, of, you know, a ton of 500 fortune companies. Um, and he's also, uh, um, uh, he's a president of, of a university out in Oregon. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? Um, we, I love HipChat. Hip chat. Okay. Number four, Angelo, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I wish. How much do you get? Depends, mate. Five or six, sometimes okay. eight, but very rarely eight. And what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Married. How many kids? None? One. One. And how that old? I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's not listening, right? Okay. How, 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 <laughs> just kidding. How she old is, is mate. <laughs> yeah, how old is, is, the, is the kid? Five. Okay, so are are you, um, you? Okay, so that makes sense on the sleep part. Last question, then. Uh, and how old are you now? But I'm 28. Take us back eight years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, that I was more patient. I thought you were going to say, don't refinance real estate. <laughs> no, I'm <mate>, more <laughs> patient because look. What I was doing then is I was investing, Nathan, for, for, for the purpose of being able to call myself a real estate investor and entrepreneur. And guess what, mate? I picked up a ton of chicks. It was great, but it cost me a lot of money. So if I was a little bit more patient, 
And um, I just waited that little bit longer to educate myself a little bit more, uh, waited for that better deal. I would have been much better off, mate. So patience. Top Tribe, there you have it. Less chicks, more patient from the guy that dropped out at 14, built a scary real estate portfolio of a million bucks early on and is now doing it the right way with 210 grand in sales in January 2016 alone. Angelo, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Top Tribe, many of you heard me record and share the story of how we just sold my very successful business, Heyo, in episodes 171, when I got a very suspicious email from a competitor, episode 177, when negotiations got very tense, and episode 184, when we closed the deal and the buyer came on the show live. But now what? So many people want to know, what is Nathan doing next? Guys, it's very big. You have heard it before, actually. Find out what it is live at nathanlatka.com forward slash what's next. Again, nathanlatka.com forward slash what's next. Go there now to save your seat. They are limited and we are almost full. If you guys enjoyed Angelo today, you will love Jared Fuller from yesterday. Jared's business will do $10 million in annual recurring revenue this year. It's a SaaS business called PandaDoc. 